This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Well, what show is that from, Al, dude? Uh, what's happening? Yes, look at you. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Raj. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Raj. Uh, so it's Wednesday, it's hump day, and it's uh, all good. What's going on? Oh, it's Wednesday. Jerry, I have a couple stories here for today that uh, numerous people sent me. Numerous people. So two of the stories, the first two stories I'm going to do, I was sent many times. Right. Over, uh, actually from yesterday and uh, one from uh, maybe even the day before. Okay. And then I got into a little bit of a situation where I was uh, going over some things with people on Twitter. Uh, the first one came from uh, Manassas, Virginia. Manassas. There was big battles in Manassas. Manassas, Virginia. A man was arrested at a Northern Virginia grocery store after he was seen pulling his pants down and rubbing produce items on his butt cheeks. Oh, that's where this was? And then he put the uh, items back. Ugh. All right. If you ever needed to wash your fruit, read this story. Yeah. You will never not wash your fruit. I'm bad like that. I don't always wash the fruit. Oh, I'm always washing fruit. Really? You're kidding. <laughs> the store said they had to destroy several pallets of produce. They would not say what type of produce the man rubbed on his bare buttocks, but they uh, mentioned that it was fruit. Now, when I initially saw this story... I thought, well, that's terrible. A man is pulling his pants down in the store <laughs> and rubbing produce, fruit, on his butt cheeks and putting it back. <laughs> but we have no idea. Fruit is one of those things where it's not packaged, right? No. So it's out there. You don't know what's going on with fruit. And you don't know what it was sprayed with. You know what bugs were on it. No. Bugs could have been pooping on it. You don't. Know. You have no idea. So some when people were sending this to me asking my reaction, and I said, if it were a banana that was rubbed on his butt, I would have no reaction. I would eat the banana. It's got protective skin. Time out. So we, <laughs> you're telling me right now. Yes. 
that if I gave Eddie a banana mm-hmm. and he was in the control room where yeah. there's no one right now, right? he pulled his pants down and he wiped the banana on his butt. On his butt cheeks. You would then take the banana and eat the banana. What I was saying is with gloves, I would unpeel the banana, but the actual banana inside, I would eat no problem. It's Banana is one of those fruits, and then I discussed with people on Twitter, other fruits that have such a protective skin on them. Right. Uh, oranges, a couple of people brought up. Grapefruits. Great, grapefruits. For me, the biggest one, though, even better than a banana, a watermelon. Yes. That's got, like, armor around it. I mean, you could spit on a watermelon. I'm eating it. That's true. Because the skin is so thick on yes. it. But then other people were telling me that a banana's skin... While thick and somewhat seemingly protective. Penetrable? Pourable, I think they said. Pourable. Had pores. You can penetrate the banana. That if you were to soak a banana in like some sort of, let's say, like a blue liquid, that the banana itself would would eventually get blue inside. Well, right there, you don't need fecal matter in your banana. I don't. If Eddie rubbed his ass with it. Right. So, I mean, I still think the guy should be arrested. I don't want to see you rubbing, but... We really don't know what goes on with fruit. And we you, do not. And people are taste testing grapes in the stores. All the time. Even people, even if you think about just the fact how many people will handle, forget how it gets yes. there. Once it's in the crates in the store, how many people pick them up, want to see if it's bruised, is it a good firm yeah. apple, and then they put it back. So if you grab it, now you got germs from some human being you've never met before. You should see me trying to pick out uh, bananas and sweet potatoes. I examine them and try to find the perfect one as if I was presenting bananas? it in an art show. Why? Is it too brown? Is it too green? The darker ones, the darker bananas are healthier for you. The browner ones? Yeah. Yeah, but the ones when that they... have brown spots on the outside are supposedly better for you health-wise. I do like those, but I get them for the entire week. So it's like, okay, I buy five bananas. Monday through Friday. Right. I want some bananas to be a little green so that by Friday they're well done. So but you, I need some in the beginning to be already. So you, when you go to the store, you buy a Monday banana, a Tuesday banana, a Wednesday banana, a Thursday, Thursday banana, and a Friday Correct. banana, which might be still green. Right. Wow. And then my sweet potatoes. I don't like when a sweet potato has those like long, thin arms coming out of it. <laughs> You don't like having to peel those off? No. <laughs> and I don't like black spots on those. Do you like the sweet potatoes that are rash, that are already wrapped in saran wrap and you put them in the microwave for three no. minutes? Those are awesome. No. Love those. That's a ripoff. They're, they're charging you so much more for that. Who cares? It's a dollar. Are you out of your mind? You, you, go, spend, s- you go drop $15 on a vodka tonic and you're worried about spending an extra 32 cents on a sweet potato. Yeah. Shut up. Plus, I feel like if you're microwaving a sweet potato that's wrapped in plastic, that can't be good. That's got to be soaking right into the sweet potato. It doesn't, though. I don't think so. I don't eat them enough to be a concern. I don't eat them every day. Although, if you did get buy a sweet potato that was already wrapped in like that saran wrap, and somebody in the store previously rubbed it on their butt, no worries. You've, ar- you've got it in saran wrap. That is very true. And the person that wrapped it in saran wrap could have put it in their butt cheeks. Right. But then the heat kills it. Yes. Oh, so yeah. Microwave. Fine. Yeah. So Micro- those rays kill it. They did do studies. Microwaves will kill butt cheek germs. <laughs> so from now I've on, when you bring your apples home, yeah. put them in the microwave for 25 seconds. Right. They might be a little soft and right. warm, 
But no butt cheek problems. No butt cheek germs. Right. Is what people are saying. We just spent eight minutes talking about fruit and butt cheeks. Perfect. That's Perfect. what I was looking for in this podcast. You're welcome, today, Nicole. Uh, the second uh, story was sent to me. It was probably sent to you also many times on Twitter. It came with a video. Many times. A uh, New Jersey commuter was mocked online. Oh, after I did see this. Video emerged of him shaving on the train, shaving his face. He had lathered up with um, uh, shaving cream and shaved his face. It was uh, uploaded on Twitter by a guy named Pete. It has been viewed Three million times. Wow. A man named Anthony, 56 years old, was traveling on the train when he decided to shave his face and was caught on video. And not just shaving his face. He had shaving cream and everything. It wasn't like he had an electric razor. No. He did not have anywhere to rinse this razor, so he just kept going right along with the the razor that was filled up with shaving cream. Now, he says that he's been shamed for doing that and that his life is screwed up and he is homeless which is why he was shaving on the train yes i could see that that he was trying to go from uh, a homeless shelter in new york to take the train the northeast corridor uh to see a brother of his in atlantic city so he feels like i'm, I'm trying to think whose side i fall on here his I, ag- I I fall on the side of anybody that gets videoed or filmed yeah. with not knowing it and then put out there for everybody to enjoy, mock, laugh, whatever. It's a bunch of crap. It really is. And I'm very, when I see something or take a picture of something, and I've even done this and asked you. Yes. If you can see the face of the person, I will not post it. Right. But if someone's doing something stupid and it's from the back that's funny. They're not recognizable. It looks goofy. You can have fun with it. You know what? If you have a problem with me doing that, I'm not putting you out there to where you're recognizable. People can right. see your face. I hate when people do that. And it does happen a lot. And, you know, you and I live in a world where, you know, with these dumb fun, everybody, obviously, you can be filmed doing anything, anytime, anywhere. Like you could be walking the Henry Hudson Trail with your girlfriend. Do you have any idea if someone's videoing you? No. Hey, that's Al Dukes from the Boomer and Car- um, the Boomer and Geo show on the Fan or right. on CBS Sports Network. Would you like? To, would you like to wake up one day and just see your picture all over the place? I would not. And people commenting, "Oh, his girlfriend's hot. Oh, she's not my type." Or blah. It's like, no, go away. Right. Not right. All right. So you're with this guy? Absolutely, I'm with now. <laughs> Let's not shave with shaving cream on the train. Exactly. I'll start there, but that does not mean. It just doesn't give someone the right to video it and post it for everybody to see. Right. So while it's you really shouldn't be shaving on the train, there are public restrooms you could shave in. You also shouldn't be videotaped shaving on the train. Yeah. Without your knowledge. Now the whole two wrongs don't make it right thing, right? Yes. I agree with that. But sometimes the second wrong goes a little too far. Two wrongs don't wow, look make at it that. right. Touch of modern on the TV screen. Yes. Where have they they been? used to be a sponsor of ours, Jerry. Yeah, remember them? You'd order something and you got six weeks later. Yes. But they were very cool things that they, they were, had. They were cool things. They did. It's a cool website. A new, uh, was that a commercial or not? It was not. Oh. It was nothing. I just, oh, you just were seeing it. They were a sponsor. I happened to like their website and their gadgets and stuff and whatever. All right. Let's get them back on. A new study is out, Jerry. Oh, I like when you do studies. All right. That says uh, eating 
eating at restaurants, eating out, has it has hit a 28-year low. Get out. I would have said hi. Right. Everywhere you can't go, go anywhere. It's yes, packed. packed. Everywhere is packed. But then listen to this 28-year low. This seems like a lot of eating out, if you ask me. Well, everybody eats out now. It used to be just Fridays and Saturdays. Now it's, in my in my uh, experience, yeah. eating out is now very popular Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday and Tuesday, not so much. Except Tuesday's pizza night in a lot of places, two pies for 10 bucks. Right. Uh, Tuesday's also taco night at home, so maybe people eat tacos at home. Is that your, you have tacos every I Tuesday? I do not. I eat the same chicken, sweet potatoes. So who are you referring to? Tuesday uh, tacos. Uh, my sister, I know her family does. So because uh, they do it, everyone Tuesday does Tuesday tacos, yep. <laughs> As everyone's doing it, Jerry. <laughs> we do not. The average American's restaurant visits reached a 28-year low. How many times a year... This is this twenty-eight year low. How many times a year do you think the average person is visiting a restaurant? Now, now what counts as a restaurant? I would say. Uh, Does get, Burger King count? Yes. Oh, jeez. I say if you are getting lunch out somewhere, that counts. If you're getting dinner out somewhere, that counts. If then you're stopping will, for an appetizer somewhere, that counts. You're eating out. Then I will say I'm going to throw a rent as a three hundred. Uh, so there's fifty two weeks in a year. Let me tell you this, Jerry. There's three hundred sixty five days in a year. All right, fifty two okay. weeks in a year. I will say so this is the average person. And remember, this is a we're in a down year right now. There's a down year. A twenty eight year low down year. Well, once a week is a given. We know that. That's fifty two. So Let me do I'm, the math for you. That's right. fifty two. I'm going to go with on average. I'm going to throw in a fast food stop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 104. The average American. Does coffee count? I'm not sure. Because then I would jump that way higher. Visits a restaurant 186 times a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Wow. Now. That's not us. I'm once a in the 104 week, range. Yeah, you know, that would be twice a week. Yeah. Three times a week would even be more than that. This, yeah, that's this is upwards of four times a week, Jerry. Not four times, because three times would be 104, three times. would be 156. It's, you know what? It's about 3.8. You're right. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of eating. No, that's a lot of sodium. Yes. Man. Like, does getting bagels count? Uh, I want to know what the parameters are. Okay, that's that's fair, Jerry. I don't have that information here, but that is fair. They're saying now that 82% of meals in America are made at home. How about that? So you're telling me, hold on a second. Yeah. Well, no, no, Go ahead. no, no, no. Go ahead, Jerry. If the average American is mm-hmm. eating out almost four times a week, oh, because you're counting breakfast Breakfast, and lunch. lunch. Okay. That makes sense. It's a lot. Yeah. It's still a lot. And you're probably in that, you know what? You're probably in that 150 range. You go oh, to there sure. every Friday and Saturday, right? And sometimes you do brunch well, let's on do, Sunday. Well, I'll, do, I'll do a Friday dinner. Right. A Saturday, either breakfast or lunch. Right. One or the other. A Saturday dinner. Oh, you do? A Sunday breakfast or lunch. That's four. Right. I'm four times a week. Then I might grab one day so for lunch 200. here. I'm five. I'm over 200. Yeah. Wow. You restaurant whore. Yeah, I got to do something about that. Just stop going. Oh, just that would. <laughs> but then it. it's boring because it's Friday night. You don't want to sit home. Right, because I don't do anything else. Like the only thing I do when I go out is go to restaurants. Yeah, I'm with you. I totally get it. I don't like to go places other than restaurants. So if I don't, if I cut that out, then you really. Gina's going to be like, what? We do nothing. Right. 
because you already almost do nothing, right? Then it would really be like nothing. This is really nothing. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, you have, can't do that. And I have finally, Jerry, a fascinating research study. Fascinating. Researchers in Switzerland. I like when this stuff comes from Switzerland. I feel yeah. like that's a nice country. I do too. I feel like they they're following the rules correctly. But I don't know that. It could be a complete cesspool. It says that women who are fertile, fertile, fertile females smell the best to a man. Let me say this another way, Jerry. The smell men prefer most. Did shut up. Men don't know who's fertile, fertile and who's women. not fertile. Well, you don't think you do, but they did a study. How are you doing the study on it then? Great question, Jerry. What'd they do? Line up 10 fertile women and 10 non-fertile women and say, smell them. Almost. <laughs> they took fertile women. They put cotton pads in their armpits. Oh, good Lord. They did not allow them to use any sort of deodorant, perfumes, soaps. Had to be... Uh, so which stench do we like less? I mean, what are we doing? They took these... They then took these cotton pads from the armpits of fertile women. Who's paying for this study? And had men smell them. How about this? Can these scientists try and figure out the cure for freaking cancer and stop worrying about putting cotton pads in women's armpits for men to smell? Well... What is this? They will sometimes tell you, Jerry, that you are like attracted to your wife based on her... Not arm- by her armpit stench. Her armpit smell. Shut up. What is this study from? The Onion? That can't be real. Uh, the Royal Society Bee Journal. <laughs> it's real. I've heard that. Oh, you've done the study. I haven't done the study, but I've heard you ever that. You smell your pits? Um, my own pits? <laughs> I've given no, it marks. The, no, but I thought you were like, like so. there's a... Um, there's a fetish, a sexual fetish of Apparently men. There's a sexual fetish for everything. Yes, but when I worked, men who Ro- like to stick their penis in women's eyes. I'm sure. That, I'm sure. I'm sure that's a fetish somewhere. There, when I worked on Ron and Fez, and I jammy, we had uh, we had women on that were uh, that worked on a website where men could could go to them. And lay in bed with them. You couldn't touch them. You could <laughs> smell their armpits. Come on. <laughs> that was the early days of the internet, Jerry. Who are these losers? Who are these people? Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, some men get comfort in the smell of a woman's armpit. Did they ever make you do that? No, surprisingly not. They asked you to do that. They did not. Oh, God. But, yeah. That's amazing. You've heard of those places where men can go and cuddle women, but... There's no sexual touching. It's just cuddling. Yeah, I just don't know why you would want to do that. This is similar. There's no cuddling. There's just you put your nose in the armpit and smell and just relax. And pay for it. And relax, yes. Relax. Oh, God. It's very relaxing to certain men. It's disgusting. That was a bad, that was not a good study. That's not what I wanted to end on. That's a great, I thought it was a home (laughs) run She knows best. (laughs) You can't make it up. That's right, Jerry. <laughs> the commercial just said she knows best. N O S E. N O S E. Yeah. She knows best. Yeah. All right. Maybe this will perk you up, Jerry. Oh, I'm I listening. have here information from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. If it wasn't, would I be able to make this noise with the paper? I would not. That is very true. Yep. Jerry, I have here confidential support line for veterans and their families. Now, what does that mean exactly? If you are a veteran in need or you're the family of a veteran or you know a veteran 
who could use a little help, somebody to talk to, I have a confidential support line for veterans and their families. Uh, You can reach them on the telephone, 1-800-273-8255, and you press the number one. You can reach them by texting them with that same telephone of yours. Oh, I didn't realize that. You can text them at that number. Oh, that's good. No, no, I'm saying you can text them with your phone. Yeah, I got that. You text 838-255. Oh, I see. 838-255. You could also chat with them online at veteranscrisisline.net. This is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their family members. And, Jerry, it's available to all veterans, even those that are not enrolled in VA health care. You would uh, use this uh, chat or texting or phone call if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran. You can also use the website as a resource, Jerry. Nice. Veteranscrisisline.net will help you learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to and help a veteran loved one in crisis. Write it down. 1-800-273-8255. If you pass this along to a veteran or a, a family of a veteran, you feel good about yourself. You know, I actually mentioned this to my father last you night. You did? Yeah, and not that I think he needs it or anything like that, but he's been going to VA meetings. He has? Uh, yeah, he actually has in the last couple of years. He's kind of ramped it up a little bit. He wasn't aware a few years ago that he even had the benefits. Um, so he's been very involved and I mentioned that we were, you know, we had this and he wasn't aware of it and he said, you know what, if I run into someone that knows of it, it's good to know. So he, he could be a big hero at these meetings. He he's could going be a big to help. You're absolutely right. So it's good stuff. I say, if you help one person, Jerry, you've done yeah, your job. I agree. Hey, one thing about phone numbers. Yeah. So a friend of mine was today, today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. A friend of mine calls me on Sunday morning. And says, not sure if you're awake or not. I'm working. Call me. Extension, whatever it was, 1176 or something like that. I said, great. I said, I'll assume the phone number is 888-888-8888. What do you do with that? Right. <laughs> and he, he was actually mad at me that I was, you know, snappy on the, you know, snarky, whatever you want to call the word. Rude. He goes, you could have just asked for the number. Well, you could have just given me right. the number and then give it, like, you gave me the extension without the number. What do you do with that? Right. Or why can't I call you on your cellular telephone? So stupid, I swear. That's what I say. I got to get out of here. Jerry, warm-up show is next. It was a good one today. See so, oh, oh, oh. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, they call it Hump Day. It's uh, Wednesday. That's exactly right. And the Seattle Mariner fan himself, he was a big Ken Griffey fan back in the day. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Not really, but I, vis- well, I visited Seattle, and I felt like, um, you know, when I was a kid and when I would visit wherever I'd go on vacation, I would get a shirt from yeah. the football or baseball team. Yep. But then, since the internet was invented, I could just go buy a Mariner shirt anytime there's, I want. But, but it was throwback style. And there's still something about being in the stadium and yes. getting the shirt there. Edgar Martinez. Well, I didn't go to the stadium, Jerry. I went to the team store that happened to just to be downtown. A-Rod. Um, Trying to find someone you were a fan of on the Mariners. Uh, Bobby Valentine, uh, when he was a Mariner <laughs> okay. back in the day. Gaylord Perry, also a big fan back <laughs> then, go. Jerry. The 70s were We've really, uncovered it. really my style. 
Uh, Jerry, first I want to start off. A big, hearty congratulations. Thank you very much. I do appreciate Not that. Not to you, to the, day yesterday. to the Baltimore Orioles oh. on their record 108th loss of the season. How about that? A record since they moved to Baltimore yeah. in 1954. Did you ever think a Buck Showalter team would lose 108 well, games with two weeks to go? That's the thing. This is proof that guys are not great coaches. Uh, they are put in great situations. Right, you need the players to actually win. Right, you need to be a good coach. But and, uh, a yes. good coach alone doesn't turn things around. Right, a bad manager or coach can submarine a season. Yes. But a good or great coach is not going to win the World Series if he's got AAA players on his team. Exactly. You're right. So is he a great coach? I don't know. I don't have the answer uh, Well, to I mean, his track record's pretty good. Uh, I think it's Caleb Joseph came out and said, it might have been him, maybe someone else, and said, we all need to look ourselves in the mirror because we suck. Yes. <laughs> and it's our fault. And he's been there a long time now, this book, Show Walter. Yeah, really long time since Texas. Yeah, been a while. Got to be 10 years, right? Longer. I would think so. I'm not even sure. Just Google it. I, you, I am on the it. radio right now. I'm not really sure. Well, he what? He was 95, was it, with the Yankees, right? So... That's at least 10 years, probably. 10 years of losing. No, they were actually very good in Baltimore. Oh, they were pretty good. They never won a World Series, but they were very, every year they were a good team, a playoff team in a lot of cases. So they have 108 losses now, and how many more games left? 12. 12. They could win, they could lose 116 games. Yeah, let's try for that. Let's go. Let's really suck. And then, Jerry, this is the Total Turd Move Award. Oh, which a I, new feature on the warm up show. A new feature. Is I'm, this going to be every Wednesday? No. Every hump day, we're going to have the total turd award giveaway. No, this is only going to going to happen when there's a total turd in the news. Okay. The total turd award goes to Dolphins Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, why does she get the total turd? Minka award? is a is a man. Okay. Min, Minka Fitzpatrick. He plays for the Dolphins. Right. Eddie's familiar. He has filed a trademark with the United States trademark, blah, 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 to trademark Fitzmagic. If, she, if he wants to do that, so what? Fitzmagic is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and you know what happens now? If he wants it, we have a clip from Boomer that one says, pay me, <laughs> you're going to have to get it from him. He claims he was Fitzmagic from high school. Maybe he was. Yeah, but the problem is it's already surpassed him. Guess what? He owns it now. I'll give you a good example, Jerry. Mm-hmm. You know how I tried doing the whole Al's Boring podcast, Al's Boring tweet. You can't. Then this, uh, what's the guy Tesla, Tesla guy? Yeah. His boring company. The Tesla guy started the boring company. Yes. Guess what? I lose. You do lose. He's more out there. I'm pretty sure that he probably had that before you decided to go with it. No. No. So no. you think he just kicked up this company? He did because he was, he was going to be boring a hole through mountains to... St- to make some train right. in California or when? something. Wasn't that a couple like years a ago decade only. ago? No, not a decade ago. Hmm. Meanwhile, well, he's, in, he's in trouble. That's your fault. I was watching Wall Street TV shows yesterday, the CNBC. That guy's in trouble in Tesla. So I may be able to get the boring company back. I but, love the fact that you just watch the ID channel and CNBC yeah, now. I'm trying to get caught up on stock markets. You really markets. are approaching 50, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> concerned about retirement now, Jerry. I'm sure you are. But Minka Fitzpatrick, who you think was a woman, that's a guy's name. He right. plays for the Dolphins. The fact that he has filed the trademark, I'm so against that. Because why? He, he only is doing it well, now. Well, then why did Ryan Fitzpatrick not do it first? And he's a Harvard-educated right. man. smart guy. 
I said no problem with this. You don't? No, I don't have a problem with this. Absolutely not. Smart business move. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. All right. And you screwed yourself by not doing your whole boring thing. I couldn't sue him. You he could have gotten much... a free Tesla for the trademark. I Think about know. that. You're always looking for a deal in a free car. I am always you looking. You could have gotten a free Tesla, you boob. I was looking for I wouldn't even know where to plug that thing in. <laughs> there's not no, in your building. I can there's tell no you that. places to plug cars in yet. <laughs> There are places. Yeah, like in the uh, like uh, the, the rest airport. <laughs> yeah, the rest area of the highway. I'll be right back. I mean, I don't. I think it's a pain in the neck to go get gas. Imagine if I had to go find a place to plug my car. Is there an electric station? <laughs> Come on. A Bears linebacker, and I hope I say his name right, Jerry, because he's not happy. Linebacker Danny Trevathan. Or... <laughs> what are you, Jason Witten? <laughs> Trevathan. Trevathan. Yeah. <laughs> Trevathan? <laughs> a total turd. Right. Total turd award goes to Al Boring Dukes. A total turd. Al used. <laughs> How are Danny you saying it? Trevathan. Danny Trevathan. Linebacker, Danny Trevathan. <laughs> Not Trevathan. <laughs> Who sounds like some superhero. <laughs> Look, it's the bird in the sky. No, it's Trevathan. <laughs> <laughs> He's the enemy of Superman. Right. Trevathan is attacking the city. Well, I guess Jason Witten on Monday night was calling him. He was adding an I. Trevathan. Trevathan. He was making it four syllables. Right. And he was not happy about it, this okay. uh, linebacker. I, I wouldn't be either. I mean, that's his name. That's fine. How are you saying his name? Trevathan. Danny Trevathan. Right. Not Trevathan. <laughs> well, that didn't help. I'm on Team Witten on this one. <laughs> yeah, now you are. <laughs> <laughs> not easy. And Witten can say, listen, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I'll right. worry about your name later. I'm new at this. Yes, I'm very new at this. I'm no Tony Romo. <laughs> right, right. And then uh, the Steelers yesterday, Jerry. More problems. Antonio Brown. You would have thought that yes. before you did that story, you would, you would have gone and watched some video just to get the guy's name down before you do a story about a guy butchering his name. I did a watch, total turd. I did watch a video from Monday Night Football. Got me all screwed up. Trevathan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Antonio so Antonio Brown. Brown did not show up Monday to a Steeler camp or yeah. Steeler practice. What well. can Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> Not show up. That's what he can do. Um, he got into a, a Twitter fight with a former Steelers public yeah. relations person and didn't show up. So they're already taking odds on what, what? team will get him when he's traded from the Not Steelers. Going anywhere. The leading teams, Browns. <laughs> of course. The Antonio Browns. You Follow Jerry. Shut up, Al. Al Hughes and the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Here's I, where he's going to get end up. Pittsburgh. He's not going anywhere. Here's where he's going to end up, Jerry. Uh, New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> Imagine third week of the season. Oh yeah, the Patriots have signed Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's not happening. He's not going. And, by, and isn't Monday's not even a practice day? All this is a media availability day. So he didn't show up. Fair enough. But now I want to know: Was he at Le'Veon Bell's rap release? In rap Miami? release party. Yes. I, I did not see I him there. I haven't seen that either, but you could, you know, he doesn't show up. He claims the party. Who knows? He claimed personal situation. Right. Like he wanted to go see a friend release a rap album. Right. Just theorizing. Who knows? That'd be a personal situation. That would be a personal situation and a big problem, too. All right. that's kind of crossing the line, don't crossing you Crossing the line, Jerry. That'd be a bit much. Rap release parties. Yes. Have you ever gone to a rap release party? I've not. I, I don't care for that. What is with this Eminem stuff? Eminem is fighting another rapper. Yeah, but I listened to a song yesterday. Yeah. Not good. Not good meaning? Graphically oh, violent. Language. 
Yeah. I'm rap battle. He's yeah, in a, something like that. He's locked in a rap battle with another guy. Yeah. Another rapper. Yeah, very over. I stay out of those rap battles, Jerry. Well, you're not a rapper. Rap battle. Uh, you're a singer, you're not a rapper. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, it's not really that quick, but we're going to take a break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, we got a couple minutes till we get to six. The Yankees did win last night, beat the Red Sox 3-2. Mets did lose in Philadelphia. Al Dukes, go. Ian O'Connor has a new book out, Jerry, about yeah, Bill Belichick. I don't like this. I have no interest in reading it, but I do have in because, I, I, honestly, how am I going to get through that book? But I do have interest in reading some of the excerpts that people are publishing. But the problem is there's no quotes from any of the players or coaches. It's the sources yeah. close to them. And I, But he's a great writer. Ian O'Connor. I'm sitting there putting things together. I'm like, do I put this in a report? I'm like, no. Well, I would put this in a report that uh, I read that George Young, Young didn't want Bill Belichick to coach the Giants because he was too disheveled looking. He was looking. a mess. I mean, I, honestly, that's 30 years ago. Well, well, nothing. Those cut-off hood, hooded sweatshirts, the disheveled hair. Yeah, all right. We don't want any part of that in this Giants organization. A total turd. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 